I was listening. I was listening back. I felt like I had a. I have, do I have a lisp? It sounds like I have a lisp. No, everything. Everything sounds a lot more defined and more clear when you're on a mic because you're listening to your okay. voice. But you don't. Okay. You, you don't. You don't. You don't. Trust me. Yeah. I was thinking of the word lisp too. Like, lisp? who who invented the word lisp? Because it wasn't someone with a lisp. Because they can't even pronounce the word. It was some, it was some asshole bully, lisp. probably. Yeah, definitely. Right. <laughs> some asshole bully. You you have a lisp. <laughs> Come on, KG, this is no different than that. This is me, all right? I'm not a fucking athlete. This is my fucking way. Is the problem your lackluster defense, or is it the problems you're having offensively? Lackluster offense. Um, the problem is we're down two games to one. Should we be getting back on defense? <laughs> oh, my God. De defense, is that your cousin, Damar? Would you like people to know about you? I'm a fun guy. Uh, obviously, I love the game of basketball. <laughs> Welcome to the Presser Basketball Podcast. Welcome to the second episode of the Presser Basketball Podcast. Thank you guys for tuning in. Um, thanks, you guys, for tuning in for the first one. A lot of love. We love the energy. And we're going to still continue to do this for you guys because we love doing this and we love to hear your input. Matthew, how are you doing, buddy? I am doing great. I heard uh, we have great chemistry, so uh, your girlfriend <laughs> should, should be scared. <laughs> so uh, before before we dive in today, um, I just want all our listeners to know it was Ains who told me my audio sounded good. So, sir, you are a liar. You, sir, are a liar. <laughs> liar, liar, your pants are on fire! <laughs> Bro, listen... I honestly did something that bad at first, but then, you know, I had to lie to you to make you feel good about yourself. That's but I, true. I, I I'm, I'm working on it now. I'm working on it now. I got I got the order in for my new mic. Nice. So starting next week, I'm not going to sound like uh, I'm inside an aquarium. Nice. Like in the back in the back of a Walmart, basically. Nice. You know what I mean? Nice. Nice. Like you'll, you'll be jealous. I'm going to sound so smooth and hey, sultry next week. I doubt that. But we'll see what will happen to that. <laughs> <laughs> so uh from from last episode i think we should uh we gotta wipe the egg off of our face yeah uh it, it wouldn't have been a first episode if we didn't royally fuck ourselves because oh, sure. in fact the play-in is a one game winner takes all yes it is yes it is yes it is. <laughs> <laughs> meanwhile we're talking about who's gonna have a chance to, to win two but uh it's, it's just one and yeah. we saw last night speaking of last night i have a quick little true and false for you Ains. you ready shoot there were more True or false? There were more than ten people watching the fourth quarter of the Charlotte and Pacers game. That is false. <laughs> that, that that was a shit show. Oh my god. Um, man, I, I thought without Karis Levert, the Hornets would make a little run or make the game in interesting at least. That did not happen. They were getting thirty by the third quarter. It was a complete shit show. So no more House of Mellow anymore. You know, the season's over for them. But you know what? It's okay. Uh, with Gordon here coming out next next year, this should be fine, but definitely a good learning curve for them. That's right, that's right. True or false? There were more than 10 players in the Celtics-Wizards game that went down with an injury or, or sustained a minor one or even tweak. That is true. I feel like everyone on the court went down at one point <laughs> in that game. Is it a trend or is it like a dead end for the playoffs? Because like, even Westbrook, I think, was looking at the end of the game. No, he's just shit. <laughs> um, no, he was just mad that he was shooting shit, and he's like, you know what? Let me just cause an injury, and then I'm out 
and people think, oh yeah, uh, he's injured, that's why you play like shit. No, he's an absolute dog shit. Shot 33% from the field. Obviously, that's a Russell Westbrook game for you. Um, with him, though, he is not a winner. Russell Westbrook is not a winner. Um, he's a guy who you can't win a championship with. That's because he's always going at 100%. That being said, I will not question his effort for the game because, I mean, he puts his effort on the court all the time. And his numbers, obviously, you say that there. But 20 points, I think it was like 10, re- 10, 10 rebounds and 4 assists. That sounds great, but, I mean, negative 19, I mean, that's not going to cut it, bro. And he needs to do better of being a better leader. And they have another chance, I think, on tomorrow when they verse uh, the other team. No, they're – oh, yeah, they do. You're right. You're yeah, right. They, 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 they still verse, have another chance. They do. They do. And I think they're going to lose that game too. So, I don't know, man. I, I don't want to hit on Russell Westbrook. I- Haters going to hate. And haters going to hate. That is not an actual thing that people say. This is what you do to hate. And I know he's an all-time talent. He's an all-time guy who likes to play hard. But like when it comes to winning, he is absolutely not a winner. Do you know he they win seventy-five percent of the games? He has a triple double. That's that's more than I thought. Is that true? Yeah, I think it comes down to his decision making. Mm-hmm. His inability to make the smart play and not the flashy one, I think, is is what what it comes down to. I think prime example. They were down four in the third yesterday. Yeah, they were. Yeah. I think it was it was seventy one sixty eight. In the first four sections of the of the Wizards' possession, pull up three. Yeah, you're open for a reason. Yeah, yeah. You you right? would, you, would, you would think that he evolved his game though, and he hasn't evolved his game yet, which is kind of crazy. This twelfth yeah. year in the league. But speaking of though, good performers are my last true and false. Yeah. Who is O'Shea Brissett? <laughs> <laughs> because we have a big baller alert. Man. I love it a guy who gives it his all. Uh. He is a guy from the Indiana Pacers, okay? I, I've heard about him because he played in the G League for a bit. Um, but last night, he showed out, man. Like, he really, really showed out. Shit-talking the whole game? Hey, he was talking to the Hornets. He's like, yo, who brought these bugs on the court, man? Took him out, man. <laughs> Took him out easily, so I'm happy for him. 23-5-2. Shooting great percentage. That's what I'm talking about. So speaking of the plan for tonight, yes, who do you have? Grizzlies or Spurs? Well, I can guarantee you no one's going to watch this game. But I yesterday I was thinking about the Memphis Grizzlies winning this game, but I think I got the Spurs. Okay. Um, I, I think the lights will be a bit too bright for John Laurent. Yeah, ever since that ankle tweak, it's yeah. on and on and off with them. So I, yeah. I can see I can see the upset there. Lakers or Warriors? Who do you got? Lakers, Warriors. Uh, it's gonna be Lakers. It's gonna be a route, man. It's gonna be a, a shit show. Throws it back up top. James puts up the three. Oh, it's good! LeBron James from downtown as the shot clock expires. Okay, I'll yeah. check in tomorrow. Glad yeah. to keep you humble. Hey, there you go. Let's keep it moving. So let's wrap up this week's NBA season with our all-NBA teams. Yes, sir. We, we tried this earlier. Mm-hmm. I've never seen a guy be more confused with positioning <laughs> than you. You know why, though? Because the, the, the game of basketball is not with position anymore, man. You, you have six, eight, six, nine guys playing point guard. Like It's like how you identify who's, which position is which. Right, so we're gonna take. I'm gonna take a real slow. Oh wow, a little spat, eh? Okay, nice. <laughs> All right, first team. So you got two guards, you got two forwards, and one center. Ains, mm-hmm. who do you got? I got Dave Dowell. 
I got Dame Dalla as my uh, first team point guard. Uh, Luka Doncic is my second. Um, for forwards, I got Giannis Antetokounmpo and Paul George. And obviously, my big setter is Nikola Jokic. Um, the Paul George all great picks. The Paul George one was a bit hockey because I hate Paul George. Um, <laughs> but he has been balling, and I think this could be the year where he can actually take that step up and make playoff P actual thing. And we'll see another uh, another side of playoff playoff P because last year it was a shit show. And I'm hoping that this year he'll just continue off his season and and um, make it a huge difference for that team. I do have Dame. I also have Paul George, but they are a little bit in my lower in my second and third team. Okay. Instead, I have Steph as my guard next to Luca, uh, and course. I have Kawhi, of course. But cool. Kawhi, uh, his advanced numbers have been actually ridiculous this year. He's, it's, as usual, it's a low-key season, but the advanced numbers point towards Kawhi over Paul George. I think Paul George may be a little bit better on the defensive end in terms of guarding uh, wings, mm-hmm. but Kawhi offensively has been insane. He's played like 20 games, bro. No, no. He's played more than about 70% of the season. Yeah. He sat the last few. He sat the last few, but that's just because the Clippers are reducting the, the, the Lakers. Oh, right? big, oh, big time. Big time. Little pussies over there by the Clippers, man. Little pussies. <laughs> Fuck you, Tyler. Second team, what do you got? Second team. So, I got Stephen Curry, my boy James Harden. And if you guys don't know, James Harden will be my favorite player after LeBron James retires. He's the guy. He's going to be he'll be one of the top three point guards. Sorry, top, top three shooting guards ever of all time. Packing Dwayne Wade. Um, so, Steph, James Harden. Uh, my forwards are LeBron James and Kawhi Leonard. And then my center will be Joel Embiid. Will be uh, my second my second team. Also saw I can't really complain. I have Kyrie. I think Kyrie has been the most... Not stable on the Nets because he hasn't been, but in terms of uh, playing games and just carrying the franchise, I think Kyrie has done the most. Unfortunately, with uh, Harden missing that that chunk of the season yeah. after his hamstring, uh, I, he, I, at that point he was also the, he was almost the MVP, right? But he went down. Kyrie, although he's been in and out, um, I think he's been the best of the Nets. He's shooting 40, 50, 90 percent, yeah. 40, 50, 90 season on volume. Yeah. So he's been doing great. So I have Kyrie, I have Dame. It's hard, hard to dispute, right? Dame, I have Jimmy Butler, Julius Randle, mm-hmm. two guys who have been dominating in the East lately, and Embiid. I, I just put um, Dame over Steph just because the standings. Um, I mean, that's, Dame is not in, in a, a fan, right? That's why I swapped them, but they both have a great um, season. I did also write these down a while ago, and it was during that time when Dame was, uh, they were faltering. Yeah. And they lost two to Memphis, and uh, since then, they, he won back that gentleman's home, right? He, he did. Went he eight did. and two in the last ten games. He did. And uh, if you guys haven't seen on Twitter, uh, someone bet their house on the record oh. for being forty-two wins over in Portland, and yeah. they got to forty-two. They got it. They got it. Lucky, lucky man. Got gotta, love, gotta love. Gotta love <laughs> Thirteen. Who do you got? Thirteen. I've got one of my favorite point guards of all time, CP3, Bradley Beal. Um, my forwards will be Kevin Durant and Zion Williamson. And then lastly would be Gobert. I know you're going to question the Kevin Durant one, but his advanced numbers are off the charts. 27, um, 7, and 5, shooting 44% from three. Come on, Matthew. This guy is a hooper. Okay. Yes, I'm aware that he didn't play a lot of games this year, but I think you've had enough for me to say that he's in my third team all-NBA. That, again, those are 
your metrics, Ray, and how, how you want to judge it. I personally believe that a guy has to play with half the season, so I don't have KD. I know what he's done. He's been spectacular. It's kind of similar to Embiid uh, losing out on Rookie of the Year. Oh, yeah. Those 30 games out. It's not equivalent because Rookie and All-NBA, mm-hmm. but I did leave KD off. I have Beal and CP3, and, uh, LeBron and Paul George, and Rudy Gobert rounding off nice. my third team. So I think we're very similar. Yeah, we're there. Um, I, I think the, the the guys who we both didn't mention mm-hmm. uh, being left off would be Booker, mm-hmm. Ben Gray, as well as Adebayo. Ah, uh, yeah, Bam. I was going to put him over uh, Zion, but I think Zion numbers-wise was a bit more better. I know Zion hasn't won enough games like uh, Bam, but I, I just gave Zion the edge there. Not much to disagree on, though. I think in general, we the 15 guys that we both chose are adequate, and whoever they vote, they vote. I think uh, it, it's it's a toss. You know, every every player at this point is a, is a flip of the coin. Paul George or James or Jimmy Butler, they're both been great, right? So yeah, yeah. someone's gonna get left off. Yeah, someone's always gets left off. Yeah. All right, let's move it along. All defense teams. So these are actually just two teams. So again, mm-hmm. we have two guards, two forwards, and a center. Who is your first all-defense team for the 2020 Okay, are we actually going to debate the first guy, like my first point guard defense? Come on, you should know who this is. No. Man. Drew Holiday. Drew, Drew Holiday can definitely... I thought you were going to say Ben Simmons. I went Drew first. Drew okay. first. Um, in terms of what Milwaukee did over the offseason, giving you know his money, giving a full contract of $140 million, Drew Holiday has not disappointed. I'm just hoping that he can be able to bring out this play in the playoffs. Um, but he's definitely helped them defensively. Uh, second would be Ben Simmons. Obviously, that's what he does. Uh, probably runner-up for uh, DYOP of the year. Um, I got Giannis, the Greek god. Um, Draymond Green, the Warrior legend. And lastly... Wait, can, I, you say, can you say that name again? Dr- <laughs> After you shit I got, on Draymond Green the Warriors yeah, all episode. He just plays last. he just plays defense, bro. He he plays no oh only defense. So Draymond Green and lastly I got the France, the French Tower, uh Rudy Gobert as my first team of the defense. That is surprising having Draymond Green. Yeah. I had him on my second team and I thought you'd you'd have a conniption yeah. over it. I listen man, I have to do it, man, just because I don't be biased over the, the pod, so I gotta do it. Yeah, that that's Big ups to you, man. Thank wow. You. Thank you. So I have same team, and the only swap out, like I said, I have Draymond in my second team, and I have Jimmy Butler in my first. Leading steals uh, guy of the year. Wow, mm. I said that terribly. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but I think he's been great, and he's led them back to the sixth seed. Yeah, yeah, they're in the sixth seed right now. Um, mm-hmm. Him and Bam have just been terrific all year. Right. He, after he came back from that first month or two, you know, I think all the players were having that first rough month or two when they had such late playoffs last year. But anyway, yeah. who's your second team? Second team, I got Joel Embiid, um, Kawhi Leonard, um, Bam. And people forget, like, Bam, when he's playing on, on the court, like, he are the fourth best team in the, in the league in defense. Like, his impact is there when he's on the court. Um, lastly, no, two more. Marcus Smart from the Boston Celtics. Yeah. And then one of my favorite guys, I know you may criticize this a little bit, but I'm going to go with the, the guy number two in steals, TJ McConnell. I'll put on my oh, list. Wow. Yeah, I, I got TJ on there. I've been watching a lot of Indiana games just because of him and his intensity on the court, man. Like, when it comes to defense, he's like a little gnat. He's like the white Patrick Beverly. 
I think. <laughs> That's my uh, second team there. For my second team, I have at the guards, Smart and Paul George. You said you had Kawhi, right? I had Kawhi there. Yep, I had Kawhi there. See, I, I swapped out Paul George. I just think he was a little bit better guarding the wings of this year and the, and the smaller uh, smaller guards. Mm-hmm. And Kawhi was just incredible on both ends, but I think his offense that really put him over the top or his politics did, really did focus on locking down uh, the elite wings this year. And then for my forwards, you know, I had to reward someone from Phoenix. I think they've been terrific, the whole team. But I actually put Mikel Bridges, the prototypical, yeah, the prototypical Ooh. 3 and D guy. Ooh. And when you think of 3 and D, he comes to mind. His advanced metrics, not very good as mm-hmm. I looked into them um, on the lower tier. But I, the eye test, Mikel Bridges is, is, a, is a star in the making. Well, not a star, but at least a star for his position as a 3 and D guy. Yeah, his yeah. career, career will be long. Yeah, he will have a job. I mean, and then, yeah, yeah. So I mentioned Draymond Green, and I have uh, Joel Embiid. My my, my runner up though. Um, so I'll see. I was thinking of putting Matisse Thybul. I but, had him also on my list. He just did not play enough for me. I need guys who play the game, not just guys who come in for fifteen minutes just to play defense. And, I kind of you know why? Do you know why that's the case? And that's why it was hard for me to put a, a Lou Dort or Matisse Thybul, just because they their defense is amazing. Don't get me wrong, but the thing is, what makes it different between players in the league and defensive players is that there's players who play offense and play great defense. That's why I have Kawhi there and Marcus Smart. So yes, Marcus Smart is like a defensive player, but he also contributes on the offensive side. He creates their offense. Exactly. Right? So I, I can't give you, you know, all team defense if you're not giving me something on all a little bit. Right. Or at least at least you're playing the like the game. I think Lou Dora will be in the all defense potentially even as oh, early yeah. as next year. Yeah. Putting up 40 bombs at the end of the season, they don't mean anything, but the potential is there. Who else can put up a 40 people no, of course, right, in exactly, the NBA? Right. So exactly. I can see him. Thibel, if he had a consistent three pointer, he would be Mikel Bridges for me. He'd be on that list, but right? But he can't play him because he can't no. score. He can't do offense, man. So I actually had both those guys as my uh, snub, well, guys who didn't make it, and then my number one snub. Can you guess it? Uh, defense. Uh, the, the number one defense. Not the Knicks, it's actually the Lakers. Oh, is it Den Caruso? Yes, sir. Yes, Caruso sir. Did terrific yep. on defense. Yep, he on defense. Been. And I just I couldn't put him over Paul George or Marcus Smart. I I think they're gonna have done a little bit more, especially just carrying their teams more. Mm-hmm. Um, Caruso has been terrific though, and I see him again. He's gonna have a long career, and hopefully he makes it on this list next year. I agree. Moving along. The playoffs are upon us. Mm-hmm. Playoff Any time, matchup, baby. Yes, sir. <laughs> Any matchups that intrigue you from the jump? So top three. Uh, I, the Clippers and Dallas. Uh, with Luka hitting that dagger last year, I, I, I think the Clippers didn't like that from Luka. So I think that will be a very interesting series. Um, also for the Clippers, this is a good uh, battle for them to see what they're really made of, right? We're going to see if Paul George can bring that season energy to the playoffs, right? And I'm, I'm hoping that he will. Do you think he will this year? Or what, do you, what do you think? Do you think Paul George will actually become Paul George this year in the playoffs? It's crazy. One one shot off the side of a backboard, and you're laughing stock of the league. Way off people. Right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, he, he put it on. He yeah. did it to himself. He did. 
You so, it, it, and but if you're asking, will he perform? I think he will, especially in this first round. There's not anyone who can guard him, I think, in this series. Um, I think the X factors really do come down to Rondo and Porzingis mm. on either side. If Rondo can get that offense flowing, because we know Clippers' real problem is stagnation down the, down the road when they're a uh, closed game. It just becomes an ISO game for yeah. Paul George and Kawhi Leonard. If Rondo can keep that ball moving, that's when they're at their best, right? They're shooting over 40% as a team on threes. And if they keep it going around and uh, get everyone involved, I think that would be the key to them winning the series. And then Perzing is on the other side. He was injured, I think, from game two of last year. Mm-hmm. He is a big impact player when he plays. I know uh, that you have your, uh, your squabbles with him because he can't stay on the court. Yeah. But it's yeah. proven that he is a big impact guy. I think the X factor for that series for Dallas is uh, Finney Smith and um, my boy Dwight Powell. Wow, I I love some Dwight Powell. Um, so Caden Blood there. Um, I think he'd be a good X factor and also Kleba and all those guys. But I, I think the series will be at least four two Clippers. Um, and as you said, Rondo's there for a reason to control the pace. So when the the, the, the game's going out of whack, Rondo's there to control the pace and make sure Kawhi gets his shot and uh, Paul George. So. I think that'd be an interesting series. Um, secondly, I'm gonna go with the Milwaukee Bucks and the Miami Heat. This I is a very again. You, this is an interesting one. This is an interesting one. I don't I don't know who to pick because too many years I've seen Milwaukee falter and do dog shit in the playoffs. I'm gonna pick them to to win over Miami, despite Jimmy Butler having a season like a, a the best season of his career, honestly. Um, I think the, the the acquisition with with Drew Holiday will make them over the top of Miami, and then lastly, uh, third one top matchups will be Brooklyn and Boston, which I think Brooklyn will win in five games. So that's my top three matchups. Okay, going back to Miami and Milwaukee, mm-hmm. I think the difference is the Milwaukee of last year didn't have any toughness. This year, I think their three toughest guys are the acquisitions that they had this year. Uh-huh. We're going with, like you said, Drew Holiday, a guy who locked up Dave Miller back in the playoffs. He did such a terrific job that they went four straight, if you remember last year. I did. Pelicans. Yep, I do. Yep. I mean, he's a guy who could even guard to his best of his ability of a Kevin center. Durant. A, yeah, a seven-footer. <laughs> <laughs> which is which is the, the, Drew Holiday. You can't pub Drew Holiday, mm. right? Uh, you have the, one of the toughest guys in the league, Brickhouse, basically known as PJ Tucker. <laughs> PJ, my guy, PJ, corner three specialist, bro. That's my guy, man. I love and then uh, the third, the third toughest, I would say, is Bobby P. Hey, Bobby Portis, three point shooter. Let's get Listen, it. He, he hit <laughs> he hit Miritich so hard, oh, the man. guy left the league a year later. Oh. Okay. Oh my god. <laughs> well, remember, Drew Holiday is there for, he's a veteran, right? And he knows what the playoffs are all about. Obviously, he does have a lot of success, but he knows what he has to do as a point guard and lead the charge. And then, before we wrap it up, I'm going to mention the matchup for the Knicks and the Atlanta Hawks. I think mm. that's actually one of the more interesting Really? The ones. Knicks and Atlanta Hawks? Who can stop Julius Randle on that team? Uh, John Collins? No? You don't think John Collins can make a, a match for him? Playing, playing 18, game, 18 minutes a game, I, I don't see it. I don't think John Collins has been locked in the way most people have thought. I think it's just he's been disgruntled with the organization and with uh, Trey leading that team. Mm-hmm. And he's he's been underperforming, especially of late. I I don't see... Uh, Julius Randle had 240 games against Atlanta this year. Mm. Mm. 
Mm. Right. So, and the, and the, and the second, second side to that is can Trey get to the line in the playoffs? Well, that's, well, we know referees hold their whistles in the playoffs. That's right. So Trey is not the midline 10 times per game, right? Maybe three or four. Um, and if Trey, and that the, the free throw line is where Trey usually gets going. Once he gets a few free throws in, he gets a pretty, has a pretty good game after that. But um, that's a question. I don't know if Trey – this is his first playoff stint, so we'll see how it goes. I, I do think Atlanta will win um, wow. just because defensively of uh, Clint Capella. He's been having a great, great season. People people who watch basketball know how good he's been. He has been absolutely outstanding. Um, because back in a year ago, when he was on Houston, he was more focused on, you know, alley-oops, lobs. But he's doing that, plus playing defense. Like, and as he should be, right? And I think that's the X factor for, for that series, is that Clint will be a, a huge... Um, guy for that for, for the Atlanta Hawks, and I think they'll win over uh, over the um, who they're playing. They're playing the the Knicks. The Knicks, yeah. So I think they'll take over that and win that game there. Wow. Yeah. I mean, it's a great take with Capella. I I have the edge as the Knicks. I think they have the best player on the court, mm-hmm. and a lot of the time that does debatable the, for me. The winning team debatable for me, but mm, that's for okay. you. Yeah. Ains, another great episode. Yes, sir. It was a great time listening to your good takes today. <laughs> I, I, I was going to say garbage, but you, you put it together, man. You put your biases aside. Hey, it was the Draymond Green was, was a shocker. People are going to... That's that's crazy. I am speechless. I am without speech. I have to say, man, listen, I am an NBA analyst. Well, not yet, but I will be eventually. If journalists keep journals, what do analysts keep? Analysts? Jamal Green is definitely going to be one of the best defenders in the league. I have, to, I couldn't say no to that. Like it's, it's there. The numbers are there, so I got to say them. But you know, you, I had a pretty good take today. I would agree, right? Brush your shoulders off. Brush your shoulders off. All right, and it's been great. Take us home. Hey guys, you know what it is. Thanks for tuning in for the second episode of the Basketball Pressure Pod. It will be on platforms on Apple Music, Spotify. And YouTube starting next week. Um, Until then, thank you guys for tuning in. And we are out. Peace.